0: I'm good, you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a crazy, crazy last two weeks because last week I was out of town and trying to help my daughter uh, move again and then um, traveling back and forth and now we're back here. So I said, well, let's just chat about what happened over the past two weeks with both of them because I know you're, um, you know, short on time. So yes ma'am yeah so welcome you guys to cbs soap dish recap where we recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful and we got keisha for uh we're blessed with a little bit of her time today i really appreciate you trish couldn't be available today so i said well let me reach out to my girl i appreciate it so much oh yeah no problem yeah 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 so just so we can quickly get this moving forward for those that are new here we recap the young and the restless first and then we do the bold and the beautiful and then normally there's a flip the script segment so that's normally how we do it so let's go ahead and jump into this so um over the past week girl what have you been thinking about this whole Ashlyn lock thing. Because I mean, that's been the pretty biggest thing. That and the breakup with Sally and this Diane and Nikki issue with, well, Nikki's Ashley and Phyllis issue. Um, as
1: far as Ashley is concerned, I like, I don't, I know Ashlyn did a lot of dirty things. I get it. But I feel like Victoria... I think I've said it before. I feel like Victoria... pulled him back into her life just for for the purpose of getting that money back from him when he was already, like, on his way out of town. So everything that happened after that I feel like was a result of her just not letting it go. Um, Yep. Like, even when it came down to... um, him showing popping up at her house the way he did, like, staying at her back door. Why would you let mm-hmm. him in? Exactly. I didn't understand that. Like, what do you have to talk to him about? And you don't want anything to do with him. So what was the purpose of letting him come in the house? Especially after Adam warned them that he was basically out for revenge against Victoria. And then, I yep. feel like she lied to Nick when Nick showed up and told Nick that he attacked her. I, I, I'm i not going to victim blame because he did pull her arm that, I mean, just because she let him in the house didn't give him a right to be physical with her. And he did grab mm-hmm. her by the arm. But I feel like she kind of
0: over sensationalized um, exa-
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she made it seem like he just beat her down or something or he hit her and he didn't. Right. And of right. course, when she said that, that's when Nick kind of blew up at him and punched him.
0: Yeah, she baited him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah I'm, with that whole situation. I you know, and like you said, if somebody tells you and and she actually when Adam came up to society and made that statement to them, she actually felt the out of anything that Adam ever said to her, that in that one moment she felt that he was being honest and genuine with her. Mm-hmm. so why would you you see this man standing outside his door he cannot come into your house unless you give him access now if he breaks in because i think that was another lie that was told to chance about the fact yep. that he just broke in she let him in yep yep and she, I know, think she, so, did she say
1: that to nick as well did she tell nick that he broke into or did she just say to chance
0: I think it was one of the, I I I remember either in mostly the chance conversation that he broke in. He didn't break in. She right. lied. You, I mean, okay. What well, he lied. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah. <clears throat> but the whole thing with um Adam telling them that they should have been worried about that. You know, I mean yeah. it's just and like it always, all to me, from day one, even before he was on his way out of town, and you heard me say this, from day one, Victor and Victoria brought this mess into their lives. Because he had no connection mm-hmm. with Ashlyn Locke. Ashlyn Locke came to in town with Tara and followed Tara all the way because of the whole Kyle and Harrison thing they got right. locked into this thing when uh Ashland Locke put Cy- Cyaxeris up for sale and then Victor and and all of them was like oh you know I need to get that contract and they tried that Victoria tried to outbid her father and and then you had Lily and Billy when there was a chance come then this whole thing with him trying to uh have him sign over the con- uh the contract with the heart attack they y'all brought this man into y'all lives he didn't come to seek you out (laughs) now granted it started with business and then Victoria thought that she was going to swoon her way into getting that getting that company fell in love with the dude you found out more drama and trash about his childhood and the business and how he got it and then you still married him come on you know, yeah. and I was going to do a, a separate video between her and Steffi about the being the poster child for bad decision-making. All this mess is all because y'all tried to one-up this man. And then when you he had an opportunity to get away, like you said, you drew him back in, and now this thing blew up even worse. Yeah, not, well, I don't, I
1: mean, you know, You know, I disagree with you on the Steffi thing, but I feel like totally with the stuff that Victoria has done um, was totally avoidable because she baited him more than once into letting him believe that they were going to get back together. And it was unnecessary for her to do it. She should have just let that man go with that 250 mil that he didn't ask for. Yeah,
0: (laughs) y'all gave it to him
1: yeah he didn't ask for that he wasn't trying he didn't blackmail anybody into giving him that money yeah, that was
0: Adam's idea to give him that money
1: right so she just needed to let it go
0: you know yeah I got I found that clip that um, Krista Allen and and Kimberly Brown did where they broke down that script of how it was actually Brooke and Steffi that was the catalyst in this situation
1: <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember that video. I just I don't
0: agree with him. Oh well, you know when Uh-oh. you can when you have the opportunity to walk away and not start a whole new trail of destruction that could have been avoided. It is what it. Is. All she had to do was walk away. Whether it came back down the road somewhere else, this timeline could have been severed the moment that she walked away from that alley scene
1: i I mean, maybe that particular thing wouldn't have happened at that moment, but
0: yeah, but I mean that's like the way I, the I just don't
1: agree that <clears throat> i just <throat> I just don't agree that it's Steffi's fault that Sheila decided to shoot them. that was Sheila's decision because Sheila doesn't know how to control her emotions, which again comes back to the fact that if you are if there's somebody in your life that can't control their emotions. To the point that you're afraid that they might do there's a possibility that they might do something violent to you, then that's all the more reason why Steffi is justified in not wanting Sheila around their child orphan. Because why why am I gonna have you in my life when I've got to basically watch what I say to you? I can't disagree with you about anything. I can't make you upset or mad because I'm gonna have to worry about you um perpetrating some violent action against me. So to me, it just is it, it in a roundabout way justifies Steffi not wanting Sheila around because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit around and worry about protecting your feelings just so you won't be violent towards me.
0: The bottom line is that she she needs to let Finn hand handle that. I I mean. That whole situation. Eventually, he was going to see what the situation was. He was the one that would have had the actual final say so on what to do with his mama, or the lack thereof. And with this whole thing, with because I know, and I don't. We can jump around because we're trying to do this haphazardly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, I'm taking the timeline, the way that it was presented, and the script that they put it in, the storyline. So, if, it's just like saying, you know, if I'm hiding behind something and I see a bear over there, am I going to run away or I'm going to get in front of it, try to take control of it, and then when I get hurt, blame the bear? No, I had an opportunity to get away in that moment. So but she
1: preached the whole time that she was in town. Was she not preaching to them? I've changed. I've changed. I'm not the same person I used to be.
0: You guys need to give me a chance to prove no. myself yeah exactly and that's the same thing that happened with Adam and that's the same thing that's happening with Diane these people continue to poke the bear in order to get a reaction if I don't poke the bear with you and we work cohesively we might can do this but otherwise you keep trying just like this whole thing that's coming up next week with Diane with uh, Ashley and uh, Nikki and um, what's the other girl Nikki oh Phyllis you know, they can't find nothing on this girl from her past, so they kind of create something to start more drama. Same thing with Adam. Adam gave away a kidney, gave try to save uh, Nick out of that whole freaking tornado, and it's never enough, and they keep poking the bear, poking the bear, and then all of a sudden, when he wants to turn dark, now it's like, see, I thought so.
1: You know, it's like... But that wasn't the situation with Sheila. You
0: know, so, I mean... All we, all I can go by is what we, pre, what was presented. And the thing is, is that fans should have been allowed to handle this. That girl tried to take control of this whole thing, and it blew up in her face. It, but made she was that upright. much worse. You but say? she was
1: also right about Sheila. Sheila did not change. She had not changed.
0: All I know is that whether I'm standing in front of Jeffrey Dahmer or somebody else, I'm not going to go up in front of him, whether he's changed or not. If I see him, I'm going to run away. And she didn't do that in that moment. She just didn't. <laughs> it it doesn't it makes. And the same thing with Brooke. Why would you jump in front... If she hasn't changed, why would you jump in front of this girl and say, you ain't going to do this, you ain't going to do that? And that's what, you know, of course... Krista and Kimberly was talking about why antagonize a person that you think has not changed. Don't because get in front they want of that them. person to go away. They don't want that person that they know hasn't
1: changed lurking around their family to eventually do something to hurt them, like Sheila has done multiple times over and over again. But and they didn't back down from her. They weren't. They weren't afraid of her. They let her that's know, the like, I'm not,
0: okay, because she's a social. She's a psychopath, right? So if that's the case and they're right about her and all of this, you don't antagonize or trigger because that's the other thing. Finn was triggering this girl as well. You know, it's like, why would you say things that's going to incite more angst? It's like, find a way to get yourself out of the situation. Don't say things that's going to set the person off. Especially when they're unstable, I don't know, and I, it's just same thing that happened with Lee. If you go, you had your one foot out the door. Why couldn't you make that phone call outside of the house?
1: <laughs> yeah, she definitely should have made that, that phone call.
0: It's like, my I don't know.
1: My thing is with Finn is that he was probably pissed off and frustrated, and that was just that was his reaction to being held hostage by his mom and hearing the things that she had done since he's been in a coma and how he got there in the first place. Like, I, I feel like, um, for whatever reason she Sheila is being allowed to do what she does. And it's just, Oh, well, it's just Sheila. Like, that's just what she does, but everybody else is your fault because you should have known better. But Sheila on the other hand, who is a, she's a functioning nurse. Like she's worked, she's been working in the medical field. Um, for however many years and she was working in the medical field up to the point where she came back into Finn's life she knows what she's doing too she's not incompetent
0: so this she's, just- not, but she's not being excused for her behavior because she pulled that trigger the thing is is the events that led up to that point so I mean there's accountability to go around she has to take accountability for the things that she's done so we're not you know I'm not trying to write her off as being oh, it's not her fault at all. But Steffi also, Brooke, also bear some responsibility in their demise. And what happened? You cannot go and stand in front of a crocodile and they open their mouth, you stick your hand and confront it, and then when they bite you, then you get mad at the crocodile. You put your hand there. So I disagree with it. To... People. I just you disagree know... with it. just
1: don't, like, like I, I, I just don't agree with someone else being blamed for someone's decision to pull out a gun and shoot.
0: What I'm saying I'm, is that they, no matter that matter person saying, to shoot you as being a, violent towards you, if they were being violent, I'm not going to put myself And it. Was a yeah. But I'm saying is don't yeah, put yourself in no, a situation no. where something can happen. I mean, my thing is, it's one thing if it's a sneak attack and a person coming you unexpected and you don't know what's about to happen. But if you go and approach a situation that you clearly are out of control of, clearly, and then you stay there and push and push and push and push, I mean, part of your decision making is leading to that pathway. And I know we're all over the place. But we—I know—we're never going to agree on this, and that makes for good dialogue. Because I know there's two sides. Because there are people that you know agree with what you have to say, and there's also folks that also think, you know, what I'm saying is she could have made better choices. But I'm glad we're having this conversation because I know at first we used to disagree on Sally, and now I—I I, I, I have no, no, mm-mm. yeah, I ain't, yeah, so. <laughs> So going let's go back to Young and Restless. So um what do you think about this whole thing with Sally and Adam? Um, it's an
1: it's another storyline to me that was written in a way that doesn't make sense. She and I, I said this before. I can't remember if it was if we talked on this show or if it was I think it was just text, texting with you but the what was the point of him co- trying to convince Sa- Sally to stay but then also on the other hand trying to come up with a pl- uh, a plan of revenge against Newman which would also affect Sally
0: yeah I, I don't that whole thing of- was poorly written And then
1: also, I didn't like the way that he, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest Sally fan, but I didn't like the way he even handled that situation. like, if she's saying that she's going to quit and she's going to walk away, just leave her alone and let her do it. Like, why are you going through all of this to convince her to stay at a company that you don't even want to be at anymore? I want her to continue working with those people. And yes, Sally could have just up and, you know, quit, and it didn't matter what Adam said he was doing or trying to do for her. But at the same time, mm-hmm. Adam, even though know, he's complaining about, she I should have do this to me. Blah, blah blah blah. You don't. You didn't know my family like I did. She didn't force you to stay in that in that position. You chose to stay there. So you All also right. can't. He can't blame this on Sally either. Like their both of their decision making in this whole thing just doesn't make any sense. Like and even (laughs) Nick said we like we know we know that Adam what Adam is doing is just you know it's a fake breakup because he's trying to keep have you keep your job. And it's like so then they may as well get back together. Like what was the point? I feel like this was for whatever reason the writers wanted to break up Adam and Sally.
0: Yeah, it just I don't doesn't know make it sense. Right.
1: Like, it's... I don't know if this was a way to, because of, remember when I said I saw somebody post something in the group about Sally and Nick getting close?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't know if this, was, if this was the plan behind that, and that's why they broke them up. It just... I don't know. I, I feel like even if that's what they wanted to do, they could have gone about that in a different way. <clears throat> it, they could have been in a situation where Nick and Sally started having an affair because she's working there and he's not and they just got closer or something like what was the point of going through this whole stupid reason for him lying to her about not wanting to be with her anymore
0: yeah none of that made sense to me I mean you know how your family is and you decide especially you know you still love this girl you're gonna leave her with those folks of the same people you're trying to get away from it makes zero sense to me and then for her to even consider staying. You know what his family has done to him. You know how they operate. Why would you stay and work with somebody like that?
1: Yeah, just quit. What is just he going to do? He can't force you to stay there. If you that's know. really what you want to do and you want to try to get Adam back, which I, at this point, I don't even know if that would be a smart idea because if, if she quit, is he going you know to I mean? change his mind or is he going to call her stupid? And, she can't, she can't move. Move. get back at Newman and still not get back with her. and Now she's
0: out of a job and a man. Yeah, and the so, thing is she could have left when Victoria offered her the severance, that robust severance package. At least if she was gonna walk, take some money with you. It's yeah. just dumb. I mean, that whole storyline just went left. They had a, a a very great couple, I would say, at the time. And then they just turn around and decide to just went go sideways with that whole thing. You know, and then what made it worse was Chloe. Um, She made Chloe, it perfectly you. clear. To, yeah, she made it perfectly clear to Chloe exactly what she heard, which was Adam was faking this whole thing just so she can stay at Newman because of the fact that Victoria didn't want, her, uh, Nick and Victoria didn't want her connected with Adam. Chloe went and twisted that whole thing around into some form of stupid reverse psychology, and Sally believed it. I was like, you know what? You, you know what? You stay right where you are. Whatever happens to you in this position, it is what it is. Because how do you, you, Sharon told you, you heard it from Adam's mouth, and Chloe is the most biased person when it comes to Adam, but you call her objective. And you think she was going to give you the right answer? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Good luck with that.
1: I feel like Nick also twisted it around because he was like, "This isn't. This isn't Adam being uh, selfish. He's being selfish in this situation." Girl, like, I can't stand Nick.
0: If you guys believe,
1: if believe that, that he just broke up with Sally so she could retain her, how is that not? Um. So, how is that selfish? Because he's losing his exactly the woman that he loves by doing this. So I didn't understand how he turned how he twisted that into
0: a selfish act. And see, that's why you know, and like you said, this uh, this situation with Adam is a little bit different than with Sheila. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Where you cannot prove things to anybody who don't want to see you differently. Because this man have done pretty, he's done more for Nick than he's done for anybody in that family. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have been left for dead under rubble, your daughter could have died with needing a kidney, and he risked his freedom twice for that girl, and this is what you come back with? I don't understand that relationship with him and Nick. Right,
1: me, I don't understand either.
0: You know, it just doesn't make any sense. But I'll, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say <clears throat> I was hoping that Nick would have advocated more for Adam um, while Thank they were you. going through the whole thing of Victoria coming back. I was hoping mm-hmm. that Nick would have like advocated for him and told Victoria, like, and, and Victor, like, look, he's he hasn't. Uh, there's no reason for you guys to treat him like this. Like he's family. He's pruning himself more than enough, like,
0: still punching at him. But he did Yeah, it just doesn't make any, especially him. He's seen up close front. I mean, Victoria, yeah, he helped save to let her marry Ashlyn, which was crazy in itself. But Nick seen up front and center what he has impacted on him and his daughter's life and you still talking crazy about this man. Right. I, I just yeah, I I don't you know and you wonder why when he goes back to do things, see y'all thought he'd never because 'Cause y'all keep doing stuff to his man. Y'all keep poking that yeah. bear with but him. At the same time. Team. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, Adam needs to to stop like going back and forth with them as well like how many times are you going to do this
0: yeah he needs to stop like, how so many at many times one point can you stop yeah yeah.
1: like how many times can you exact revenge on your family because they didn't treat you how you thought they were supposed to treat you know what I mean like
0: yeah, they, I they've
1: proven to you over and over again. yeah that you're not you're not a real Newman basically is how I think how um, Victoria and Nikki see him and that's yeah, how they yeah. treat him mm-hmm. so it's I, was,
0: I was not happy about the fact and but you know what this is what Nick get so last week he decided to come back into the Newman fold and the, he ain't been there a week and he's already caught up in some mess <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his father not telling him the whole truth and all this kind of stuff. He got to pry information out of Victoria. It's like, dude, you knew how your family operated in business, and you decided to go back to that. That's why you left in the first right. place to get with New Hope, right? Now you got right back in this mess, and now how long is the last yeah. You know, cause uh, the way it looks, he's probably gonna be in trouble with, cause Chance ain't playing with none of them.
1: Uh huh. Which that's gonna be interesting. I wonder how that's gonna affect his relationship with um with Abby. Uh, Abby, because yeah. the last time, uh, she, you know, person she was involved with was it Nate? Yeah, it was Nate. Remember, Nate did
0: something. Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh. Um
0: for them and he, he, he kind of mm-hmm.
1: pissed off at himself about it that he allowed them to talk him into that and she was pissed off at him for being you know upset about doing something that he knew he shouldn't have been doing and that's what caused their relationship to end not saying that her relationship yeah. with Chance is compar- comparable to what she had with um Nate but Nate. Mm-hmm. still like is she going to is she going to be on her a- you know what really happened or is she like, trying to convince her husband to just kind of brush things under the rug for her family
0: Mm-hmm. that's true yeah that's a good point so right quick um how did what did you think about this reuniting now are they we with us because i know we're kind of switching over the ball because i'm trying to make sure i'm respectful of your time um what did you think about this leading up to the reuniting of Finn and Steffi in Monaco?
1: I was surprised that we got as far as we did this week. Honestly, I thought yeah. none of that
0: was going to start happening until next week.
1: So when, um, well, you know, we like are when,
0: behind. So technically it probably should have happened earlier this week or last week because the, the January six reports, Pushed bold behind like three or four days.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, Yeah, I was expecting like anybody was going to see Finn alive until like Friday, and that's when that would have been when like um, Bill found Finn and Sheila. Mm That like I thought that was going to be the cliffhanger, but they went all the way to the point of him even making it to Monica.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because probably. What we saw yesterday probably should have happened last Friday or last, oh, this past Monday. So, yeah, because yeah, we're about four days behind with Bold and about two behind with Young and Restless. But, um, yeah, I, what did you think about Sheila getting away, though? Because Lee was laying there on the floor. She kissed Mike. Mike was stuck in La La Land, she looked at her way out the door and Mike got caught.
1: <laughs> Mike is an idiot for one. Like <laughs> that woman does not care about you.
0: All the stuff that you've done for her over the
1: years, she would throw you under the bus in a heartbeat.
0: She knew the cops was um, coming. I it was That's funny. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You but why didn't stupid. he stay there? Yeah, okay. Why
1: didn't he go with her? Like, why would you? Because he
0: was, he was. Did you see the look on his face? Because he was kind of startled and like, oh my gosh, she kissed me. And then he got into this whole foggy mind state. And she was Mm -hmm. gone flying out the door. And he was just waddling through. And Lee caught him by the foot. And Finn left
1: Lee there with Sheila by herself. Like, why not just wait a few minutes for the cops to show up? Why would you leave her alone with Sheila?
0: Yeah, that's what a lot even of though Sheila saying, didn't do didn't anything to her.
1: Yeah. Even though it wasn't Sheila that, you know not Finn out or um Lee out, it was Mike still. If one of one of them would have been there, mm-hmm. they could have you know, prevented that from
0: happening. Uh, something. I mean it just isn't Yeah, that whole thing was crazy. I do like the reactions that um, the families got. And then we got to wait till Monday to see, you know, Steffi's reaction to, um, you you know, Finn being there. Yeah. What'd you say? When you think about
1: um, uh, Ridge and Taylor on the, the jet being all, like, cozied up. You think that's going to bring
0: them together or what? I don't think so. I just thought it was
1: highly inappropriate. Like,
0: yeah, because, for, you know, yeah, they reach, were like real close. Yeah,
1: like that was unnecessary. Like, I understand that you, you guys think are close, that, but. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you oh, think that, um no, I was going to say, do you think that, um uh Deacon and and um and uh Taylor should get together.
1: If, if Deacon had a better career, yes. But considering like both of their lifestyles, Deacon is not he's not compatible to Taylor. So just like mm-hmm. him being with any anybody on the show right now it just doesn't it doesn't fit because they're all millionaires. And here's Deacon, the bartender who's like I said before, living in a broom closet in the bar. Like, what is he going to bring to Taylor?
0: I guess the same thing that Donna brings to Eric. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That too. Like
1: to me that, and that's not a compare, a, a match either. Oh, shoot. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like they need to do something with Deacon. They need to enhance his quality of life
0: in some way. Yeah, I don't know. I, bringing this man into town, kind of like how they fast, fast, uh, fast track Diane. She came in barely with nothing, and now she got a job at Marchetti. Maybe they should have moved Deacon into something.
1: Like she's got a background in business, right? That's true. In some some way or another, she was a model. (laughs) Like it it makes more sense for her. But for Deacon, it's like, what can they really do to up his quality of life? Like, is he gonna have a long lost relative that was a millionaire that he inherits money from? They're gonna have this man win the lottery. Like, yeah,
0: that's a good question. (laughs) I mean, right now
1: it just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, I guess they're just trying to have the comparable with the same thing that happens with Donna and Eric. I mean, Donna's the secretary. You know, she really doesn't have a you know a whole bunch. But you yeah. dating the C the founder of Forrester Creations, and then you got Taylor, who is this person that owns her own psychiatric practice, and Deacon is a bartender. So. <laughs> I don't know how they going to do that if they even put them two together. You know, I was just wondering, you know, your thoughts. And then right quick, what do you think about this whole thing with what Nikki and all of them are plotting against Diane?
1: It's going to backfire on all of them. I can't wait. They're all going to look like idiots.
0: Did you see on Thursday how Phyllis lied to Summer, first of all, about that whole meeting? She gaslit her talking about what do you mean? This ain't about Diane. When you know that's why you're even meeting with your daughter, so you can get mm. that job at Marquette to be next to Diane.
1: Yeah. They, yeah, they all a trip. They, it's it's going to backfire on them tremendously, and they gonna all look stupid. Yeah, they are. I,
0: it's go ahead. Not anything at all,
1: all. Diane will probably hang herself on the, the stupid stuff that she does and says
0: like it'll be a matter of yeah, time. Yeah, let her hang herself. Yeah, I mean don't put your 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 uh fingerprint on this. You know, if she's going to hang herself, it's going to happen sooner or later. But you guys mm-hmm. trying to escalate that is going to blow up in your face.
1: And then yeah. you <laughs> had
0: me rolling with that whole text message you sent me yesterday about Kyle and Summer and oh, Yeah, with Harrison and Ashlyn Locke. Girl, I'm like, y'all need to quit playing being fake.
1: Right. It's like you guys were literally just a week before talking about how (laughs) you were going to keep Harrison away from Ashlyn. And now you guys want to act all concerned and sad like you weren't just trying to keep this man from his son.
0: Exactly. Oh, he's so so hurt. (laughs) He really loved his father. Okay, so now you realize that. You knew that man right. was going to do nothing to that boy.
1: Right. Y'all didn't take any of that into consideration when you were threatening, um, <clears throat> when you got the, what is that called? The restraining order.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't
1: care about hurting, at or um, what's that little boy's name, Harrison?
0: Nope. And then... Um, and then I'm, I'm, you know, because I'm, I'm uh, gonna let you go. That whole thing, Lee walking around all week not saying anything, was <laughs> she just being quiet, or was she just didn't know, and something triggered her thoughts? I didn't I understand assumed, that. I didn't
1: either. I, I assumed that maybe she was just in a fog or something and just her mm-hmm. bearing back and mm-hmm. to remember
0: what was going on around her. Girl, no, that. That whole thing wasn't even <laughs> realistic because, number one, how did you end up at the ocean to the back alley? We don't know that. And then with, with Finn, dude, you just came out of a coma and had needles and stuff in your arm and you can now get on the plane act like nothing ever happened. Didn't see a doctor or anything. I'm like they could at least made a transition to those pieces of the storyline.
1: I'm just going to assume that <laughs> just didn't see that part and he actually didn't do all
0: that <laughs> i mean at least have a doctor come by and say okay you look good go ahead and with lee at least show her climbing out of the water and then how she got back there she just showed up in a garbage heap <laughs> <laughs> girl whole thing was crazy it just was didn't crying. make sense and i think and i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna let you go um, Victor's line. Victor knew that that body was in Nick's nem house, and I believe he and oh, Mike had it moved. Go ahead. What you say? I was saying, absolutely.
1: Victor did that.
0: Yeah, and then Nick had he the nerve to tell Sharon. I yeah, I heard you. And then okay. Nick had the nerve. Yeah, Nick had the nerve to tell Sharon. You know, I just don't believe anything to come out of my father's mouth. Well, that's what you signed up for when you went back to Newman. Well,
1: I felt like this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, it was going
0: to happen regardless. But it's like, and that's his own son. And you wonder why Adam is going stir crazy. Because now you're in the middle of something. Your dad can't even tell you the truth. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you got anything I wonder else if, or anything? oh go ahead I'm sorry I wonder if
1: when they eventually find out um what happened mm. I wonder if it's going to be something to where Ashlyn wasn't really dead when Nick hit him and mm-hmm. that's how he's going to get out of trouble like Ashland wasn't like really... he a heart attack or something like that so natural cause or something and that's how, that's what ended
0: up like they did with right like yeah. Like they did with
1: because training. how they? Yeah, because there's there would be no other way to keep Nick
0: out of jail unless everybody lies. Yeah, that's true. That, and is know that true. It's going to
1: come out eventually.
0: You got anything you need to flip for the flip the script segment? <laughs>
1: That um The conversation that Deacon and Taylor were having when mm-hmm. Deacon was asking if they could, you know, be friends or whatever, or I guess see where things go with them. And Taylor was like, she was iffy about it. And he was like, it's because of Ridge, isn't it? And she's like, and she basically agreed that it was because of Ridge. And it's like, girl, Ridge. Why, Why are you, you basically dating on right? whether or not he likes he likes this man? Like that's not a Ridge's business. Right, she should date whoever she wants to date, and his feelings should not be taken into consideration. I thought that was pathetic and ridiculous that the reason she doesn't want to keep, you know, her friendship going with Deacon is because of Ridge. So I wish yeah. that she would have. Um, instead of backing away from
0: it girl I agree with you on that because the thing is it's like who is he to dictate who she can be friends with you made your decision by being with Brooke even if she did decide to sign up to date Deacon you have no say so over that so why should you even care what Rich thinks he made his decision he don't want you (laughs) exactly so anywho, you got anything else before you go? Um yeah. no, nothing that I can think of. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else and I can't think of any. So I think girl, I appreciate you. We did it. We we threw everything in there and the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay out of with all over the place but that's fine i mean it kept it interesting especially because usually when we do the pod it's about an hour and a half and so it was a shortened version so i guess it we had to make it also exciting you know for people to enjoy what little bit we could come up you know had to talk about in the past couple weeks i mean the only thing that i would have flipped is the progression and the transition at the end. They dragged that whole thing with Finn and Sheila for the longest, and then when you got to the end, it was all done in, like, one day. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anywho, all right, you guys, I'm not going to hold you, girl. You going out or something? I know it's Saturday night where you are in, out there in Qatar, so...
1: Yeah, oh, you got to work. go to Oh, go get. No, I'm about to go shopping and go get something to eat.
0: Oh, okay. You got anything in mind? What you gonna buy? You I'm just go, just looking,
1: some jewelry. Oh, they some have,
0: jewelry.
1: um, yeah, they have the uh, this this like shopping, um, area like they call it a soup, and it's basically like this area that has, um. It's the gold suit, so it's the one with all of, like the jewelry and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where, that's where we're about to go so I can get a couple of gifts oh, from okay. my family.
0: Okay, because mm-hmm. you'll be back we're in about a couple be- months, girl. Yep, I'll be back in October. Yep, alright. I'm looking forward to it because therefore we can really just do what we gotta do. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward um- to it as well. I know, I know. I know you're looking forward to get to see your family and get back at the house and comfortable and everything. Yeah. All right, you guys. So we're going to end it right here. Thank you so much, girl, for coming in today and giving us a little bit of your time. We really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at the Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast,